The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You look very cool. You are the coolest doctor I've ever seen in my life. Like, confidants, if you are not watching at youtube.com slash Kelsey we have Senj- Dr. Dr. Senjay, the Onk Doc. Yes. Which is a great handle. Thank you. From TikTok. TikTok famous. Y'all know I love to have my TikTok stars over. I've been like balls deep in TikTok uh, wellness TikTok for a while because of my life with chronic pain, yada, yada, yada. But I saw your TikTok like two or three weeks ago and I immediately DM'd you and was like, please come over and be on my podcast. And you were like, I'm going to be in LA. Right. You look like you fit right the fuck in in LA. Thank you. You've got a hoodie over a jean jacket. Wow. Your hair is like a movie star. <laughs> Not, Not a single pore can be seen. You aren't you supposed to be like tired and like grumpy and angry as a doctor? I think I, yeah, you know, you play that on TV at least. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so you're an oncologist? Yes. Is so um, a- I have three specialties. I uh, am a medical oncologist and a hematologist. So usually people do both of those um, together. And then so like hematology is like I was gonna blood say, disorders. Explain, and, please. <laughs> right. It's it's complicated blood disorders. It doesn't have to be cancer related, so it can be like, you know, predispositions to bleed easy or clot easy or have what's called thalassemias and all kinds of weird stuff mm. you really never heard about unless Correct. you know about it. But I learn on your TikTok. There we go. Oh, by the way, confidant. Sorry, before you introduce the rest of your beautiful accolades, because I'm very very impressed by you and the fact that you look cool and you have your whole life together. Um, you guys might recognize not recognize the studio. You might be like, where the hell are you shooting? Um, this is my new office. This is the new podcast room. It's not set up yet all the way. So you're being so kind to like, let me I love it. totally futz around with the setup. But um, that's why things look a little different. And also, I should mention, because you are a friggin' working doctor, you've been vaccinated twice. Yes. Well, I, got, I got both. <laughs> and then I already had like the immunity antibodies going into it. So it congratulations. Was, Wait, thanks. was that shocking to you? Were you kind of like, wait, oh my God, I had it and I didn't even know it. Or I think so. Cause like we, there's a lot of blood disorders that happen with COVID, which I don't know that a lot of people talked about. So no, we'd love to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean a lot and that, and that and it happens a lot, but that's what, um, so I was working like, you know, kind of throughout February, January, February, March. And at that time we didn't really even no, think to suspect. No. Yeah. So I think that's, that must've been when, cause I don't remember having symptoms. Yeah. But. And so you, you were going to finish telling us what, three things you are you're a blood specialty blood doctor. specialist hematologist and then medical oncologist which is like cancer okay all cancers cancer doctor yes blood and, and solid tumors and all that stuff and then is there one more and then like so to do that to specialize in those or cardiology or anything you have to do internal medicine residency so i'm certified in that too so like wow you guys confidants we have like a dead ass expert because i tried to do a covid episode like last year when it first started and people were like you are so dangerously not <laughs> like <laughs> saying the right things and i was like oh my god you're so right i should like only have a doctor on here but you're a d- dead ass doctor yeah you're a tiktok star and how old are you because you look like a, a young baby well thank you uh it, 33 wow yeah. how do you that much accomplished in your life at only 33 don't you have to be like old yeah, and I mean, angry it, again and tired to be I'm very, so certified I have, I, we have three kids so i'm pretty tired you have three kids <laughs> yeah and you're married so married. no comments i don't want to hear it he's not single y'all <laughs> don't accost a married man the confidants have been known to do that whenever someone good looking is, is on right? the podcast they're like excuse me um sliding into dm so uh-huh. i'm caveating with that That's um right. wow you were very accomplished thank you I, I mean a lot of it was her too like so she was a year ahead of me in med school she's also the same same three specialists Ooh. So we're both oh my god so you guys are raking in money no I mean, we're raking in debt right now i think in five <laughs> years that might change bear, bear, bear. Yeah. wow and so you did you guys meet in school met in med school like seven or eight years ago and then we had our first two while she while we were both in fellowship in hemonk and then oh my god once in. it's it's yeah you don't sleep much what the hell? oh that's your phone <laughs> i 
was like, well, is like, there a, some a Dave Brubeck? Yeah. <laughs> um, you're in LA, but you normally live in New Orleans. Baton Rouge is like an uh, hour west of New oh, Orleans. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Same thing to Same me. Thing. Right. All of Louisiana is basically New Orleans, I oh, think, yeah. to the majority of uneducated Americans like me. Um, it's so intimidating to have like such a smart person in the room. No, 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 no. No, I'm dead ass like so nervous because you're just so like doing good things for the world. And what you do with your TikTok is like why I totally fell in love with your content because I was like, oh my God, this is like a young, cool guy. You're like doing the fucking dances and shit. <laughs> And you're spreading information to so many, I mean, like what I see is young women who often get overlooked in the medical industry and all the people that are commenting, like you comment back, you literally DM'd me and were like, what are your blood results? I'll help you with your like thing. (laughs) Like you're, you're so willing to help people. So maybe can you tell me a little bit how you went from like just being a regular old just a regular old three time specialist doctor <laughs> successful guy to tiktok star well i think like it, some of it was by happen chance so my like chief fellow year i was actually my wife and i lived apart so she had the kids there she's already practicing in the southern louisiana so at first it was more like f boy antics right like i love the like <laughs> anonymity of 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 tiktok i was like yeah. i was anonymous nobody knew me so like on every mm. other social media handle it kind of goes back to you and your name. And so, like, I, I love that. I got mm. to be right-brained and kind of, yeah. you know. Creative. I believe in, like, not necessarily indulging, but, like, tapping into these little, like, you know, frivolous whatever. So that's, that's what that was. It was, like, more antic-based stuff. And then, for whatever reason, it started getting a little viral. started getting, like, you know, a couple thousands of followers. And then... In Eastern culture, we have this like philosophy of like balance, and I see like you have bad eye and everything I around know, you, and right? I've got lots of like crystals and shit. Right, but it's the same, and I and I and I yeah. believe that like you, mm. the there needs to be a balance of everything. So if you get a lot of attention or a lot mm. of like, oh, good job, or this is great, that's like unhealthy. So you got to yes. kind of balance that out, right, with Ugh. something else. Yes. And for me, it was like, well, shit, I have like all this knowledge on stuff that's not really easy to find on no. the internet. I mean, it's digging through just right. a humongous pile of crap. So. I was like, well, let me just start at least, you know, trying to benefit in some way. And so I started talking about like cancer screening and I was like, that's the very least we can do. Even if I got like teenagers that are watching yeah. this, they can be like, mom, dad, did you get, you know, that probe yeah. put up your butt or whatever? <laughs> because there was a, yeah. I think there was a doctor, he says he's one on yeah. TikTok that says you need a colonoscopy. He's dancing, right. but he's cool. <laughs> well, fake one, fake being cool. Yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> so that was kind of the motivation was like, okay. I can help give back to something in the world while also indulging in this creative side. And right. you marry those two things together and you get on like, the, like I said, the wellness slash health side of TikTok, And it's like a masterpiece. That, that, that was the hope. And I, and I, yeah, so that it's, it's cool because it's recyclable. So like mm. all this stuff that I like, you know, would say at parties or my friend's parents or whatever, I'm like, now I can just recycle that information. So the same stuff I'm even telling patients over and over and over in ad nauseum, I can now spend better time with them because I'm going to be like, hey, check out these videos. This is where... Ah. And my YouTube's a little more serious. Like, I don't dance and all that stuff. Yeah. But, like, then it's just accessible. And yeah. unfortunately, people now need to, like, have that information to bring back to their doctors sometimes. Ooh, and uh, it's not just the doctor's fault. Like, it's no, just everything's it's changing not. too fast. Right. And there's all kind of, like, independent little things that yes. make it challenging. And, was, and you went through that. I was going to say, like, a, a conversation that I have with my friend. But she's a founder for a... Um, uh, a oh my god what is the word see I'm like so nervous you're here because I'm like <laughs> so starstruck it's a virtual reality uh, heart rate variability trainer for chronic pain and huh. illness and she was talking about how in like when you go to school you have to pick something and it's like you fucking learn every single thing about this one thing and you become an expert like the top person in this one thing and then right. it's like yeah but what about the whole body as a whole and like maybe in eastern medicine you know like you treat the body as a whole and so i think in medicine the problem is is that we have these specialists who really know one thing really well but us as patients don't know even that the body's supposed to be treated as a whole. You're absolutely right. I mean, like we're taught <laughs> in like, that. no, <laughs> you are. I and mean, we're taught in algorithms, right? Like, so we know how to do what we specifically have trained in, but the collaboration is really lost. And, mm-hmm. and part of that is because everything's evolved differently. So you have the science part that evolves. You have, you know, big pharma that like Ugh. is releasing data. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, and then you have this bureaucratic pressure from insurance companies where we have to, you know, write more things. Like I have to say three things about your heart physical 
physical exam now or otherwise we can't, you know, bill. And, uh, and so you're using up all this time at work more and more and more week to week. So then the doctors can't spend as much time in the patients because they won't get recovered. So right. it, it's just everything's kind of a clusterfuck. Like, everything's like that. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and, the, and the person that suffers is obviously the patient most. Aww. So at least on the education part, if we could just bridge that with this yeah. kind of like relatability, it's just, it's just necessary. Well, that's what I was going to say that's so lovely about what you're doing because you really do make it feel like not only am I your friend, which there's already kind of like a power authority complex when you're visiting a specialist too it's always like a little intimidating and some of the specialists i've seen do not have like the coolest bedside manner but that's what you train when you go for brilliance i guess right (laughs) um but like you also are helping point people in the right direction early on like when I saw the the one that brought me to you, which was about like you you were like, do you have? I'm gonna do a pointy thing like I'm on TikTok, and you can't tell unless you're watching this. But it's like, do you have uh, fatigue and restless leg syndrome and this, that, and the other? And I was like, yes. That yes, was I the do. one where you were like, yes. oh my gosh, like I think I need some help immediately. <laughs> I was like, I've never of all the fucking shit in my life, and I know you know listeners can relate to because they're young women mostly is that you know we we feel fatigued we automatically get put on an antidepressant we aren't asked about like our diet or you know our medical like parental history you know it's it is a lot of like throw medication at the problem and you give this it was just like a light bulb moment for me where I was like oh my god I've never looked into like my be fucking 12 I don't even know what that means but you you're giving us that that like jump starting moment rather than going like oh i'm kind of stuck this way forever right exactly and 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 that's the hope because there's some there's tons of people that sure are taking a medication to help stuff yeah but then there's tons of people that aren't giving medication and they just they think it's normal mm-hmm. to be fatigued and, and maybe some of these things that may be explained mm-hmm. very simply with mm-hmm. like iron deficiency or b12 mm-hmm. deficiency and so and now that you know in this day and age you get your labs and stuff so that's why i go through and i'm like hey if these three things are like looking kind of shady, this may be something you want to ask your doctor. Because do- I mean, doctors make mistakes. Like, yeah, everyone makes sure. mistakes. And some of them, it's me telling you as a hematologist, as a blood specialist, where a primary doctor that's really busy trying to meet the needs of the community just may mm. not know that or, or be mm. able to recognize that. That's so beautifully put. But it, doctors right. are just meeting the needs of the community. Like, politicians, you work for us! <laughs> no, doctors aren't, like, working for us, but... I used to I used to think when I was training I'm like oh the doctors that are you know really busy and not paying enough attention they're just trying to make a lot of money but I quickly realized when you're in practice there are most places other than big cities the need is so big that as an mm-hmm. oncologist if I'm not seeing x number of patients people mm-hmm. aren't just getting their cancers addressed like there's wow. still 2 to 3 week wait to see wow. a cancer doctor with yeah, a diagnosis there is. and that's lost time so like yeah. they could say well my, you know all the doctors have spend more time and they should you you are entitled to that wow. but the circumstances make it such that that extra time means somebody doesn't even get start treatment now wow. and it could go from a treatable curable stage right. to spread so mm. you know it's just it's way more multi-dimensional that's not to say that anyone is innocent or benign on the doctor's no, side and it's no. not that too it, we're not anti-doctor here as much as like the audience has probably heard me complain about my experience with western medicine i also totally understand we're like the most privileged for forging for founding i don't even know all the f words that make America so fucking good. Um, but I do think like there is that lack of understanding exactly kind of what you're talking about with the, uh, symptoms being considered acceptable and normal. Like I don't ever remember being taught how to like take care of my body as a teen in public school besides like sex ed right Right. like girls you're gonna get your period and guys your hair is probably gonna fall out and you're like okay but what if i'm fucking tired all the time like oh you're just a teenager well what if i bruise really easy oh you just are like rambunctious or like i don't know i feel like there's that lack of also our own bodily connection and awareness like are you at all spiritual in the sense of like mind body practice like Oh, absolutely. Care. You kind of have to be, right? Yeah. When you do what you do. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, especially <laughs> with cancer. Yeah. But I mean, that's why, I mean, I'm, and I'm not, to no exaggeration, like that's why people like you inspire me because Aww. you have perpetuated, like you're very mm. open and candid about, mm. you know, what, what you've been through and then how like it's still, <laughs> yeah. even though it's somewhat controlled, sometimes it's not and all that stuff. And now people feel like vindicated because mm. they see you and hear you and say, it's okay to one, 
want better optimal health and mm-hmm. control of whatever is going on with me and to like to seek out and to make sure that everything's been appropriately investigated and Oof. and it's sickening when you know that like that's usually not the case and people live 30 40 oh, years yeah. like someone's anemic or iron deficient because of their periods and like if you know if somebody's not correcting it and just saying that's normal which it's not you're not supposed to just ride out an anemia for 50 years like what? life's gonna get good for you after 51 <laughs> after menopause like that's not no, right everything's gonna get worse right <laughs> well, yeah exactly then everything more more. shuts down <laughs> right. so like and so these videos should say like hey that empowers somebody to say like actually i'm not supposed to be anemic and they go seek out to like be sure that their iron deficiency is repleted right you know, so that they feel better yeah and, and i saw like a comment that someone had watched your video and was like okay clearly i need to go get my blood tests run right right and that's even what i said to you i was like okay where do i go and what do i do and someone was like oh i want to go see uh is a hematologist uh-huh. oncologist okay sorry <laughs> i went to no, no uh, college degrees here um and they were like but i don't want to take up the time of a doctor who is treating rare blood disorders like is there a middle ground between feeling like i deserve to be taken care of no absolutely <laughs> and that's where that really that's what I, you know i did primary care for a while as an internist mm-hmm. and that's that's the quarterback that's the one that really says like can i comprehensively evaluate this mm-hmm. on a primary level and then and then if something's still not explained that's where they like toss it over to the expert so mm-hmm. at the end of the day i want it's very important to people for people to you know just feel that they can get answers and at least have yeah. it explored sometimes peace of mind even yeah. if it's like Oh, unfortunately, it's not the reason for your fatigue. That in itself is comforting because you can say at least I've like I've been looked at instead of this thing just kind of like sitting in the back of your brain, like am I missing something? You know, Mm -hmm. even that's peace of mind. Well, you feel like it's your fault. Like when you're still in pain and you're still, you know, sick or whatever, you feel like no matter what you're trying, if you're not feeling better, it's your fault. Right. Not like oh something's wrong with me medically or chemically or DNA wise. It's like oh I'm. Oh, it's because I had that Kit Kat bar. Oh, it's because I ran into the side of the table or like, you know, it becomes a very uh, exhaustive process to try and track down something as unique right. as like blood disorders. Right. And in the number of times I've had a comment that said, I've, you know, and I, I'm not trying to blame, but they'll say it was, I was told it's because of my weight or because of whatever. Mm. And they're like, because of your video, I started on iron supplementation. I was iron deficient and it's all resolved. Uh, I have gotten so many of those now. And that like, never gets old? And restless. Oh my gosh, no. It's okay. so rewarding. That's the whole purpose, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, it's like you've tr- changed the trajectory oh, of someone's quality of life, life with a fucking TikTok video. Oh, bitch. I mean, and that's when people oh. like, should professionals be on TikTok? I'm like, what? Why? Like, why not? Like, what I'm sharing is not what's not already on the internet yeah. but to make a patient just have to sift through all that shit mm-hmm. with no medical training mm-hmm. and figure mm-hmm. it out at least make it more streamlined yeah we don't know the fucking definition we, the words that the medical journals and shit use and i have sat there and read through medical oh, journals i know you have fucking like uh test COVID experiments. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, clearly <laughs> Dr. Um, Fauci. yeah right if only he could come on this podcast he went on the try guys podcast so maybe there's hope um but yeah so talking about like you know the Assume you're talking to like a relatively cool Gen Z slash millennial audience of, I think we're like 90% women, which like fucking proud of that. That's awesome. Um, I know, right? I'm like, I've never been 90% anything, let alone all pussy power. Um, so we talk about blood disorders. We, I know you mentioned periods and I was like, oh my God, I didn't even think about that. Could that be something to do with like your job? Or like, what can we talk about that's a little bit overarching of, uh, people that are listening to this podcast that might have those symptoms, not knowing that it could be related to blood stuff without also freaking people out and being like, you probably have blood cancer. Right. And you're going to die. <laughs> right. It's funny you say that. Cause I get referrals about that. And I had this, uh, kind of backwoods country guy and he was just like, man, he's like, it, it was totally Dude, benign, meaning it wasn't anything cancer. <laughs> right? it it was. And that's what he's like, man, he's like, I've just, the last two weeks, I've just, I've sworn that I was going to die. Like, I just, I knew I had lymphoma and this oh and that and the other. God. And when I told him everything was fine, apparently he came to my front desk like three or four times <gasps> asking me seen sooner. I didn't know. Oh. And then when I told him, I'm like, dude, it's fine. Look, I repeated it. It was a blip. Like, your lymphocytes always kind of go up and down. He just, he had this big sign. He's like, you know, I just, 
maybe this was all celestially, you know, Aww. ordained. Like, you just, you got to be nicer to people. And really, politics aren't really that important at the end of the day. So <laughs> I knew, I knew he was the guy that was probably just arguing all through 2020 about whatever. And he was just like, I think, I think he just taught me that it's really not that big of a deal. <laughs> I'm a wake up call and I'm not voting for Trump anymore. Like, <laughs> I mean, right. that guy's That's life. what he seemed like. And, and oh, man. it was awesome. It was endearing. But, um, but yeah, you know, being in the face of something like a cancer dragon was really scary. Oh, God. But, but to answer your question, mm. I think the biggest thing, especially like 90% women, which mm. is just so awesome and, yeah. and is really what me what made me think about doing ob for a while mm. because I feel like for whatever reason, women really are more um, proactive about their own health. Uh, yeah. And, right. <laughs> We're and, louder about it. <laughs> well, it's, and they're just respecting each other, like mm. self-respect more and everything to say like I deserve to, you know, oh. be, I think it's a generational thing. I don't know yeah. that it was like that. No. Especially in the South, one or two generations. You just dealt with shit. Oh, yeah. You're just like, oh, I just had one leg my whole life. You're like, what? You never got that checked out? It's like, that's just how it was back then. You're like, fuck. You you guys also didn't get to vote for a while, but we changed that. Like Things are changing, you guys. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly right. I think women are fed the fuck up. Right. I mean, like, we still know there's a huge disparity in, like, the the way women of color are treated in the medical industry. And, like, I completely think that it's amazing you even gave you even gave thought to that oh i mean absolutely yeah i don't think people think doctors do that i think people think doctors are in it for like the god complex and money and like raise anatomy right like no that's just surgeons (laughs) (laughs) you heard it here shonda um but yeah i think it's really um fascinating what you were just bringing up with like it this being a woman mainly listened to podcasts and like what uh is valuable for us to know coming from someone like you yeah so i think one main one that i see on my comments all the time is like i do have fatigue i may have restless leg i do feel like shorter breath easy this and that and the big thing is a lot of primary doctors will look at your labs and they'll say you are not anemic now or you're anemic but you're quote unquote run that way or that's like your family (laughs) runs it is never let me make this clear it is never normal to just be anemic okay you need to have a reason for your anemia what does anemia mean great question so anemia (laughs) means your hemoglobin or like the concentration of your blood Uh when, when, when you say blood it's actually three like it's platelets white blood cells that fight infection and red blood cells. But to the layperson, when you say blood, you're thinking about the red blood cells that right. carry oxygen. I was thinking about red water that flows through go. your veins. But that's yes. it. <laughs> and, and so that's what we, that's what I think that's the lay term of it. Yeah. And when they say that you're anemic, that means your hemoglobin, like that thing where, you know, HG or HB or uh-huh. hematocrit are low. So like okay. that's, that's anemia. That's all that is. Anemia is not a, not a diagnosis. It's just like more a observation. You are anemic and you need to figure out why you are anemic. Why right. is your hemoglobin low? Right. right. Or your red blood cells in, 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 another way to put it so a lot of times doctors or whoever or family members will say oh yeah we run anemic or we you know and that and but that's not normal now with that said Mm -hmm. it can be genetic but you need to have a diagnosis what is it is it thalassemia that's making you anemic is it these other things that is a genetic mutation okay um, okay, so it's possible or sickle to cell. have that. Yeah, but you need to have it? that. Yeah, you need to test okay. it. That's a genetic mutation. If you're going to say that somebody's anemic because of uh, genetics, right. you better identify that. That right. needs to be identified. That you shouldn't just, just run anemic. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And what happens is a lot of people are labeled anemic, and really what they are, especially women that are having cycles, they're actually iron deficient, which uh. is causing their anemia. So iron, uh. yeah, iron is like the bricks to build a house, okay? Okay. And the houses are the red blood cells. Uh-huh. So if I start running out of iron, uh-huh. iron, then I can't build enough houses. Right. Easy. Now I'm anemic because I don't have enough houses. Oh, and there's holes in your house. That's it. And that's exactly. where bruise shows up is where the hole is? No. Okay. The, the <laughs> bruising's not involved in that part oh. as much. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. I thought anemic meant you bruise. No. It just means that your blood is low. And that's where people deserve. So when this thing about fatigue and shortness of breath, they deserve a workup because if your iron, like... So the set, the size of your red blood cells, uh-huh. if anyone looks at MCV, if mm-hmm. it's small, if it's as low, that means you are, that they're abnormally small. The houses are too small. Aww, and you got to find a reason. You got tiny blood? That's it. It's that's tiny cute. blood and it's so sad. Oh, it's sad. And let's make it better because okay. you give the iron and those are the bricks. And iron, ugh, this is going to be a loaded question. How do you feel about supplements? Oh, I mean, I think it's totally appropriate when, it's way too loaded. <laughs> 
you can consider anything a supplement, right? You can supplement, supplement your life with cocaine. Like. I mean, listen, I did for quite a period of time, and it didn't do so well for me. <laughs> right, or my right. anxiety. That's very right. funny. Okay. I, so do, like, I do think it's dangerous to just, like, so what was scary, and this is why some doctors are cautious, when I, when I post these things and I say, this is why you should see if you are deficient on iron, mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying, where can I get my iron supplements? I'm like, I didn't say like go supplement. I'm not saying that is the reason. I'm saying you got to ah, first see if you are you deficient. Be careful about yeah, that. Yeah, because there's other reasons iron. you're anemic. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying that's what you have. I'm saying you need to see if you have it. And then mm. that's where it gets dangerous because if you have enough iron, then you don't need supplementation. Then why would you have anemia if you don't have enough iron? That's why, that's why I have to go to school for that's 15 years. Oh, so you can't just tell it to me and I can reasons. just know? <laughs> well, B12 is one. Uh, and and B12 is not iron? Nope. Those are two different things, and they're different bricks. So you need B12 bricks, you need iron bricks, and you need folate bricks. Those are the three main things. It's folate. Uh, it's folic acid. So, oh, okay. I know yeah. what that is. And those three, that's why it's important, very important that's to take not. your folate if you're pregnant or even trying to get oh. pregnant. Because you need a lot of this to make the brain development and spinal cord development. And he would know. He has three. Yeah, Exactly. So take and a folic acid. If feminist you, here. There you go. Big time, actually. Good. Because uh, I see a lot of that, like mm-hmm. with my wife. So my wife's like blonde, blue eyes. We're all the same three specialists. She scores top of the boards, and she uh. gets treated so differently, uh. you know, by other providers and nurses and stuff than I do as being a half attractive male. And it's just so unfair because we're the same, like yeah. same exact stuff. So that's where I really good. started becoming outspoken. That was actually the first thing I talked I about like on TikTok. That you good. Uh, <laughs> see, you belong here. Well, I, I like this I said, I'm honored. I, I, <laughs> no, I, I find am, all your I never am like, I'm sure the confidants notice they're, they're going to say like, I'm never this fumbly and like, I never forget things. I'm just so intimidated by like, Why? No. because you're just, you have this ability to change someone, someone's life. Like, I think I'm like envious in a way because I wish I could just know these things. So I wouldn't have had to suffer for so long in a weird way. Right. Not that I'm saying the problem is my blood or whatever, but there's just like, I guess that's why I have like a, a, a authority complex with doctors anyways, is because I'm just kind of like, you're supposed to be the one that helps me. Right. And when the person that's supposed to help me, the specialist, the best in the world, Mayo Clinic, the UPenn guy, like doesn't help you. You're kind of like, where am I supposed to go? What yeah. am I supposed to do? And you become your own advocate and you get yeah. a little like... Yeah, so I just think what you're doing is like really funny, cool, that's all. Well, we're doing this together, and that's what's so cool. Like, it's all collaborative now, right? Mm. So, like, I have the knowledge. Anyone can, do like, do that. Like, it just takes a number of years. And then you put yourself in a position to, like, assimilate or, mm. like, disseminate all this information. <laughs> but uh, also assimilating the troops. Right, there you go. <laughs> to to everyone. So, like, yeah. you're you're literally assisting. you. If Whoever mm. watched this may be iron deficient or B12 folate. So, B12 deficiency, if you're a vegetarian, yes. you should worry about that. Oh. Because you might not get enough B12. Yeah. And that usually presents with like numbness and tingling in your hands and feet. Okay. And um, tiredness, fatigue. And if you're anemic and you're vegetarian, you should definitely at least hope that your doctor had looked in to see if you're B12 deficient. It's a question. Maybe I should have asked this first. Should you be ever getting like blood tests and labs done just at some point in your life? Like, shouldn't that be a standard ass thing that we do? It is though. It's... it's, um, that's why it's covered by insurance. Like oh. you're supposed to get annual labs. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. Annual? You don't see a doctor annually? Okay. Your annual fi- When they say every insurance policy <laughs> covers that. When they say who's like your physician, I'm like, I don't have one. I have a thousand specialists. I'm going to my gyno every fucking month because of my pussy problems. But like I definitely don't do that. Your quarterback, your primary <gasps> your primary doctor, your family medicine or internal medicine, you're missing your quarterback dog and that's your that's your quarterback that's the one that like dispatches everything fine that keeps up to date with the ob guy keeps up to date with surgery the rheumatologist shut pain up specialist. that is your primary that's your that's the dude in the corner in the boxing ring that says all right now we're gonna go back in the ring and whatever that person he or she is supposed to just like you know be with you in the whole process so i need that's like i mean i'm a 30 year old woman and i'm clearly um I was gonna say very smart and successful and don't and I don't know that I was supposed to have a quarterback. quarterback. No, it's not impressive. That's bad. Like I probably (laughs) just like fuck everyone else. I don't need one. Like Like, I'm gonna make it. I always thought I was skipping steps. Like I was always like, this guy's just gonna refer me to this person and this person and like whatever. Okay. Well, speaking of all these things, I don't know if any of this is useful to you, but I pulled out the things um, that I found in my medical. 
Um, I've had so many surgeries and fucking things and shit like that that I could not find my fucking blood type. I don't even know. These say lab results and they say the word blood on them somewhere. Blood. Is that? Yeah, I won't show the, your blood type. That blood? Is any of this useful? It's useful. <laughs> so, so this is a big thing though. That you want your annual physical exams and your annual bloods if you can. I don't because think Because it can that. discover so much stuff. And so that's you where could have looked at this and been like, oh, you're probably this. Anemic. Yeah, like that's a big one. And so again, like anyone that's having cycles, like you should get annual labs. And if anything's low, like, you know, you should inquire about it because it's not, it's, it's never not normal. normal. See, yeah. I'm pretty sure these are from like, I did a hormone test because I've fatigued. I, I wrote about this in my book actually that I slept so much of my life. Like I was fatigued and people would just be like, you're a teenager, you're overactive. Like you're doing so much Coke. Like I just thought (laughs) I was sleeping because that was normal. And I didn't realize how much I was sleeping was abnormal. And so finally I went to go see someone to be tested for Hashimoto's because it runs in my family, but it didn't show up. And so I just thought like, okay, nothing's wrong with my, is that thyroid thyroid mm-hmm. and so i just like never went back to any of those doctors again oh. and then i saw a acupuncturist who made me eat a clove of garlic every night how was that really rough yeah. <laughs> but honestly when you said the the tingling in my hands and feet i yeah. used to get that and after i started seeing him he would put like muckwort on my um leg and burn it and then do acupuncture through it and after like two or three sessions my Shit stopped going numb and my toes stopped getting cold. And then I was like, okay, this guy's clearly a witch. And then <laughs> he fucking had to move back to Korea because of the COVID. And now ever since I stopped seeing him, my fucking feet go tingly no. again. And my toes are cold again. And I usually am someone who's kind of like, okay, if you believe it, you see it, you can dream it. Like I can manifest any symptom into my life if I really try. I mean, enough. the mind is really powerful. I think I agree. It's, it's not respected enough in the Western world. Oh. Like 100%. in your head, quote unquote, it's not, it's not something dismissive. Like the mind no. is the most powerful of anything yeah. and it can cause very real organic problems. Yes. And I think people live in that sickness too because yeah. they get in their fucking head and it becomes their entire identity. Yeah. Ugh, we can sidebar about that like for a very long time because I'm starting to write my second book about chronic pain and illness. Are and you? like, I'm wondering how much of that to include without completely dismissing the entire body of people. I just need to be better with my words. Um, okay. let, let me, let, I, want, I need yes. to piggyback on the pain yes, thing yes, yes, because yes. the pain, I'm glad you bring that up. Mm. Pain to anyone listening. Remember, it's the only thing we can't measure quote unquote objectively. Ooh. So I can like put in, I can put on a heart monitor and see what your heart rate is. Mm. I can see how much you're breathing, your oxygen sats. And they'll always say, what is your pain level? And we'll <laughs> never be able to objectively measure it. That's so dumb. But it's important because, and this is how one of my cancer uh, uh, professors told us. He said, all of us, especially if we play sports, you're an avid, prolific skier. You get bones Thank and groans, you. right? Like yeah. in your joints and knees yeah. afterward. I'm sure you're hurting today. The weather is getting warmer, so it is time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now that I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortless, effortless, less, yeah, effortlessly chic year after year like uh, premium european linen dresses blouses and shorts from 30 doll hairs washable silk tops timeless 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more the best part all quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands i can confirm this i'm actually wearing quince pants right now you are they are so they're they're loose they're breezy these babies have a button a fly drawstring and elastic in the band so i can like i can dress them up i can dress them down yes they are they're the perfect pant for summer and i'm really comfortable as hell in them honestly i am wearing the quince 14 karat gold earring loop right now oh my God. i know i think it's so cute it does not tarnish it is so comfy and i have sensitive ears so i'm really loving this for my body so get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash kelsey for free shipping on your order in 365 day returns that's q u i n c e.com slash kelsey to get free shipping and 365 day returns Quince.com slash Kelsey. 
Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? <laughs> you are talking to two sober Sallies. You know Zach and I love to drink recess zero-proof craft mocktails because it's a guilt-free way to unwind. It has 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, and it is sweetened with agave because y'all know I got that sugar addiction. It has incredible flavors. One of my favorites is the grapefruit Paloma. The Paloma is actually one of the last drinks I was drinking when I was drinking alcohol. So this is like a nice little nostalgia moment and it still feels really fun in my hand. And there's no reason we should be missing out on the partying either. It's such a good replacement for alcohol, a great drink for having in between alcoholic drinks, unwinding at home, at dinner parties, chilling on the couch. It is endless. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash Kelsey. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Yeah, sore. So imagine that that same pain you had in your knee, but when you went in and say you thought you got hurt it and you got an x-ray and it turned out to be a bone cancer that was cured. They cut it out and you're cured. How are you going to perceive a similar ski pain in the future? Your cancer. It's going to be, yeah, but it's going to be (laughs) exaggerated. That pain is going to be way more distressing and debilitating, not because you're just fucked up and making it worse. Your perception is going to be heightened. Oh, yeah. And so that's where pain gets complicated. It's not necessarily Mm. the fact that you tweaked your knee skiing. Mm. It's not the actual event that happened. It's the perception of the event and how it was affected in the past. I never thought about that. Yeah, and that's why people shouldn't be so dismissive of pain because, like, it's it it's extremely complicated. And people in like Eastern, like, Uh or all over Europe, respect it so much more and the whole kind of like Mm -hmm. headspace, mind space, you know, Mm -hmm. play. And here it's just like. A little, I, th- I would say, and I might get some crap for this, but I, I mean, think it's dismissed yeah, a little too, yeah, too quickly. Well, I also grew up in the opioid capital of the fucking uh, universe uh, in Florida, and so I got to see like what was the way that we treated pain and how we, I mean, children are getting hooked on this shit. Whatever, total other side conversation. Sorry, I just burped. I'm drinking a sparkly soda. Um, but yes, I want to pick your brain more on that because that is such an interesting thing that you just said. But I wonder if it does also apply into what you do. And I've always wanted to ask this question. I had to ask my gynecologist this once because I was just like, I couldn't keep it in anymore. I was like, you have to tell people you're they're pregnant without them knowing it all the time, right? And she was like, yeah, like all every day. And I was like, what is that like? And she's like... <laughs> It's not always smiley moment. Like sometimes it's like, this is a bad thing for you. And so do you have to deliver bad news and how, and do they teach that part of like the psychology of it in med school? No, they don't (gasps) teach it. They don't? Not, not. That's fucked up. Not head on. It's like, like sending you out uh, to So not war. in med school. Like in fellowship, like if you're specializing in what I do, like cancer, then yeah. But yeah, I mean, I get bad news on a daily basis, unfortunately. Mm. I have to tell people. I get very close to people, right? I see them sometimes every two to three weeks. Yeah. I like know them, their families. We know the kids. Oh, and then they geez. they progress or or they went from like a curative stage. They enjoyed a remission and now they're metastatic and they'll pass away in a few years. And that's oh, hard. It's yeah. hard. And, and a part of you sometimes even feels guilty, even though you did everything that was standard of care, of gold standard. But no, I mean, that's on a daily basis. I have to do that. Oh and that's really. God. Yeah. That What's means, your sign? Gemini. Oh, how do you do that? Well, I guess because you're Gemini. Yeah. You can turn on I have on one the side, doctor. yeah, and the other one I have to balance. I'm Gemini uh, moon and rising, but I'm a Leo sun, just in case you cared. Um, wait, but I so see like, that. Thank you. Uh, I'm assuming. How do you... A Leo would say thank you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'd be like, yes, and. Um, how do you fucking deal with that? Because if it's something with your blood or oncology, I'm assuming it's not always a happy conversation. Right. And it's like... You were talking about how even though you did everything you can and like I'm sure that's something you have to tell yourself to survive. Like how do you take care of you? Like how do you self-care? How do you survive in that world? I mean the the biggest thing and I think it's taking – it's making sure that I'm doing things – with the best sincerity and compassion I can, Mm. because that's protection for me in the future. Mm. So that's what a lot of my YouTube channel is. And a lot of my Mm. oncology teaching is because they're, unfortunately these patients are going to have cancer, whether I'm their doctor or not. (laughs) Yeah. It's like not your fault. (laughs) Right. And they're going to pass away in two, three years, five years, whatever it is. 
whether I'm their doctor or not. But mm-hmm. what I want to do and influence is, can, did I make that easier? Mm. And I get, I mean, I get that reinforcement all the time. There's nothing more emotional than somebody saying, like, when you say, I'm sorry, I think it's time for hospice. Mm. I can't, you know, in good faith, treat you with another line because it's just going to make you sicker mm. and I want you to enjoy your life and your family. And then when you give them this terrible news, like when they say, doctor, thank you deeply, Oof. like that's when you feel like I want to cry because like they're thanking you for saying like, this is the end as far as yeah you got months left yeah but it also at the same time kind of like validates like you know their their trust and like Mm -hmm. appreciation for what you did and yeah and that's the big thing is like how did i i always say this there are so many patients sometimes i see as a second opinion or see on um on things where they've been enjoying a pretty near complete remission even though they're stage four which means incurable and they're you know have a near remission for two years but they don't know a thing about their cancer. They don't know right. They don't know when to come back. They don't know what to expect. And so those two years are pretty shitty for them. Right. And then I'll have patients that are pretty advanced stage four that I can give a year. and But they're happy because like mm. even though it's half the time, they know what's in for, what they're right. in for. I'm saying, I want you to have these good days. I want right. you to really enjoy them. And I was like, I'm waiting for you to tell me, doc, I can't come for my treatment because I'm going to you know the Grand yeah. Canyon. I want to hear you say that. Oh. And so when they're like that, I'm telling you, and I'm not just saying this, You're and it's like people like you. <laughs> What's that? I'm like trying to keep it together. Well, over here. Well, well, it's it's just like people like you. Where it's um, I've been mm. so humbled mm. by seeing what quote unquote everyday people, the strength and courage mm. and amazingness that can come out wow. when they know what they're at face for. Right. And when that's what humbles education me. Education is power. Yeah. They can, every any person can overcome anything if they know what they're in for. It's fucking mm. terrifying to go into the water with your eyes closed. Yeah. But if you let yourself open, like you're just gonna learn to like navigate. And that's uh. why that's why like it's hard. How do you do it? I'm like, dude, are you kidding? It's so humbling because uh. I see this like inspiration in my patients every fucking day. I'm like, yeah. I can't believe you went and came in here so scared, and you have just fucking owned it, and <gasps> you're just like. You're, it's incredible to you see them me, just grow. You have me comparing every doctor I've ever seen now to you. Uh-huh. I'm like, this well, you deserve did, that. Well, I he mean, did like, you know, the times I didn't get explained or I got dismissed or genuinely laughed at, like the times where I've come in and been like, I know this to be true. Da, 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 da. Like here are my facts and truth right. and to be like dismissed or put down or are uneducated it's just it's such a fucking emotional thing when it, it comes to health and like i know i've lashed out because of bad pain days or like i've not been myself because of it but the the thing i think i'm like learning right now really strongly is like how much the relationship between you and your doctor is because yeah. if i can't come to you and even say like i feel nervous around you because you're so famous like how can i expect you to see me in my most vulnerable and celebrate like the biggest exactly. wins with you either like how what advice can you give to people about like when to trust your gut on a doctor I think, I mean, it's just vibes. It's the way, same way you would feel about anybody, you know, like (laughs) if you don't feel good, I just think, Mm. I think listening to your gut is such an underappreciated thing. Because it's your second brain. That's it. It's It's true. That's a whole other topic. That's a whole other episode. That's that's a Pandora's (laughs) box. But, uh, but you know, and sometimes with decisions when I'm like, should we treat, should we not? I'll say the same thing. I'm like, go with your gut. If something happened with this, would you say I knew I shouldn't have done it? Ooh. Or would you say I knew it was the right decision? Mm-hmm. It's, it sounds so simple, but same thing with the doctors you're seeing. If some reason in your gut, you don't ever feel fulfilled or satiated. Yes. Find another one. Like Damn. it's not, it's not, you're not firing. You're not anything like you're just, you just don't have that vibe or reassurance. Cause like I yeah. said, there's nothing more important than just knowing, even if the answers are the same, if the doctors tell you the same thing, there's an answer in either case. But if one mm. still makes you unsure that you were worked mm-hmm. up and the other one really makes you feel good about what yes. happened and the answer was the same, your quality of life is so much better, better. between those visits, yes. even though no, th- the outcome was no different. It right. was just how it was explained. Oh my God, I wish I could, you could fucking, I could put you on my back and take you to fucking UCLA I would, right I would now love to and go like, with you. talk to some motherfuckers. <laughs> you're really, you're really heightening my standards but right people now. deserve that you know yeah, and and and, and honestly if you vocalize that i <laughs> i really do believe look i mean any there's bad apples in anything plumbers yeah, 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 like yeah. politicians whatever a lot of politicians so <laughs> i hate you know not all doctors are the same but like right but i i would like to believe and not just in doctors but i believe that's about humans once right. you kind of cross that line and say something like i really do feel uncomfortable with this or would you mind going into it more i would like to think any human being that's not a you know sociopath like right. would like would really Say, um, you know, forgive me. And even if he mm-hmm. seems he or she is, is, you know, jerk, whatever, would I would think change their tune because right. sometimes they just need to hear that. They don't know. Yeah. They may not know. They just need to see your humanness too. Right. Because like I know whatever. And if they I don't go fuck in, them, you go to somebody else. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I go in literally with a script because I've had to tell the same fucking story so many times, so many medications, and I I literally go in and I 
feel just that, you know, that tightness Mm -hmm. right before you cry. Like I'm already like this talking to a new doctor and it's a vibe. Like it's exactly what you're talking about. They're either like, Oh, it's okay. Like they either, they either see me as human or I see them kind of also kind of, you know, I I think I've been treated as like a number to a lot of people. Like I've had doctors forget my name, forget like what they put me on. Like many times where I've been like, you don't remember the fact medication I'm on. Like, yikes. I've had my favorite doctor die on me. Like what an asshole. (laughs) Like you guys can't die. You guys have to live forever. The the good ones need to stay around. Do you like, do you check yourself labs wise when you're like, I'm tie tired right now? I not enough, not as much as I should. And you would think like me being a blood cancer doctor, like every now and then I'll just be like, I'm probably a fucking cancer. Like I'm just gonna have to roll with this and reevaluate next week. Like so, there is there are those moments for really? sure. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah. god. How do you but, take care of yourself? Like your family? Like how does your wife feel? Like are you guys the healthiest or most hypochondriac in the best way? Like are you over? healthy un- no we're know. definitely not we're not these like like i wish we were we're not at all like these like you know obsessed, you do look like, like, good, like habits and stuff. like with this outfit and hair sir i'm, <laughs> I'm very having a hard time not believing that you're like i primped perfect. a lot before coming here I knew <laughs> well you I was were cruising to. around in santa monica today right? yeah, yeah it just it seeps into your skin yeah like, you're like, just like la vibes that's like, it yeah that's, that's shit yeah. will wash right off by the time i get no, t- the plane touches down but um no not super healthy or anything like um it's just yeah, you just, you do the best you can kind mm-hmm. of thing. Cause like, again, especially being in college, like we, everything, we're all going to die at some points. So like you don't want to do anything mm-hmm. that's, that's reducing the quality of your life right. to maintain like an extra yeah. day or month or year in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a good way of putting it. You're yeah. very poetic. I think without even knowing it, it's weird. I, I don't Yeah. I don't know where I got that from. Like <laughs> I studied philosophy in undergrad, but I think, Oh, well that's it. There's just so much like, <laughs> but there's so much end of life stuff in my everyday life. I oh, think that's what it is. That's beautiful. That's that you, is, you, yeah. you just have to get in tune with, with, you know, the bigger picture. Otherwise yeah. it will eat, eat you away. I really like the idea of like whoever I'm seeing that's helping my life quality of life being a bit of a stoic, because I think you do have to have this. Um, yeah, there's like, a, there's no, perfect way to live I think and especially you add something like a um, genetic disorder or you know a lifestyle choice that's made you less than perfect like yeah, I just want to see them as human too, a little bit. I yeah, guess. yeah. And you deserve that. That's it. That's you the biggest message. That. What do you mean by like we because deserve that? I, like you deserve to feel heard, and if you don't feel that way, like that fundamentally really should be the primary purpose of your physician. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we're all gonna die. We all could have a health problem. Somebody could catch it. Somebody could not catch it a month. But really, what matters is, do you feel taken care of? Mm. And if you don't. First, I would suggest expressing that because Mm -hmm. like I would like to give the benefit of the doubt and think that, you know, people gave up a lot of years of their life to do something because they want to help people. And if it still doesn't jive with you, then go seek out, you know. Yeah. It's, and that's not necessarily that there's an answer that can't that's got to be there. It's not necessarily that, but do you feel that it was evaluated properly and do you feel heard and seen? Right. Well, I think like, again, I think the way to also break that is I'm starting to see younger doctors. Like yeah. I had old dinosaur skeleton, like he's the best <laughs> in the fit. And I'm like, I'm sure, but he literally can't remember my name. Is right. he the best? Like, <laughs> right. I don't know. My other doctor, my favorite doctor died of a heart or no, he died of cancer, quick cancer, which made me go like, was he taking care of himself? Like, so though that, that really bothers me Why? because yeah. everyone like that's not everyone, but I was shocked how many people think that, cancer means you had to have not had healthy like that yeah. people think cancer can't affect healthy people or like doctors because you're or doctors a doctor. or whoever but that's completely false mm, now bad habits can make you get cancer certainly like smoking causes lung cancer putting like, the computer on my ovaries i worry about that i did it uh, yeah, on your ovaries <laughs> on my ovaries you know they're gone now what oh happened? wow cancer <laughs> no um but no, like, so you can do like, you know, and, and I, and I drink ideally, like does any amount of alcohol probably increase your chance of some cancers? Yes. Like, Ooh. like, did I say ideally? Theoretically. <laughs> um, like, ideally, no, not shit. ideally. Theoretically they do, but like, it's not enough, like I said, for quality of life for me to never drink. Right. But, but the data shows that no alcohol is better for cancer than test. alcohol I don't at know all. if you saw that. This was done in 2017 when I was probably at my <gasps> peak get alcoholism. Done? It was for a BuzzFeed video. Oh. And so I literally Are they did, short or long? They are so short. My body thinks I was 38 years old when oh I was 27. Gosh. I'm sad. <laughs> 
I hope that's not a. I hope that's a not data supported uh, measurement that you this got. This is the guy. This is like the one guy in Los Angeles who has the fucking. I don't know the test to do it. Like I've obviously looked a lot into telomeres. Maybe it was measuring your wisdom. Oh, thanks. I in that regard, I got a fucking wisdom. lot. That's but it. this was also when I was at the height of my chronic pain. Okay. I was at the height of my drinking. Um, I wasn't using, but I definitely wasn't healthy. Right. But I was devastated when I got these results because it was like, oh my fucking God, that's fucked up. And they were like, yeah, but you can regrow your telomeres. You can, can you? Rel- See, I didn't know Apparently. that. Apparently. Oh. And so I'm sober now. Wow. I fucking, li- I feel the best I've ever felt mentally. I can't say physically because like, duh, all the fucked up shit. But I do feel like this test kind of woke me up yeah. to a way of going like, oh shit, I need to start taking care of myself. The That's same awesome. way that I think like the test you do for people could really be like, here is proof in your fucking red water uh-huh. that says you need to be doing this or stop doing this. Like, uh, right. Is there, I mean, like I keep going back to like just how much that one TikTok I saw of yours changed my idea of like the care I should reach out for or what I should look right. into. Like, do you have more like good nuggets? Juicy we call them shit? nuggets. Yeah, give me some like, more nuggets. like nuggets of just like. Um, I mean, like I said, the blood work, the annual blood work that any <laughs> insurance <one>. company, right? <laughs> Fucking doctor. Like, let me just knock this again. No, but <laughs> but those are the those are screening labs. So those are things that show us like, is your liver getting funky? Is your kidney are your kidneys getting funky? You wouldn't know any of that unless you got the labs done, right? right? So it's a really good, like it's a, it's one of the first signs of maybe some end organ stuff that you can get on top of like damage wise before it becomes a problem. So that's why the annual labs are important. Yes. And then from the cancer side, it's so important. So understand that the reason cancer kills you, a cancer cell, and I'm not sure everyone knows this, it, it, it was your normal cell. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's not a something like you caught in the air. Like it was just a normal fucking cell of yours Chilling. that has all of the same books on the wall, the same clothes in the closet. Everything is all your other ones. And then one thing switched. So instead of the light switch here, when we like turn it off, it's yeah. supposed to turn off. All of a sudden that just that light switch doesn't work. So oh. you can't turn it off. But the whole fucking room's the same. Yeah. So when people are like, oh, we hide the cure for cancer. I'm like, it's literally the same as your other cell, just that one light doesn't work and you right. can't attack that one light like that easily without killing everything else. Oh. And that's why, that's what cancer is. It's it's just something that got screwed up just in enough little idiosyncratic ways to where it either doesn't die when it's supposed to uh-huh. or it's replicating like 10 times faster than it's supposed oh, to. Like, like the turn like on. Right. But the, yeah. all the rest of the properties are the same. And so the only way to cure it, which we, you know, I guess cure is semantics, is to <laughs> get it the fuck out before it goes somewhere else. Yes. How do you accomplish that? I don't know. Chemo? Radiation? Well, it's always surgery. Surgery is always standard oh, surgery. of care. Yeah. <laughs> that too. But screening. So like, I so the thing that really me. gets me is when like, I'm like, mm. you should get your, when I was a primary care doctor, your quarterback, which you're missing. Which I'm getting. All right. Tomorrow. You? There you go. <laughs> um, when I would say you need to get your colonoscopy and I'll say why. And I'll say, because we need to check. We need to make sure that you don't have or will get colon cancer. The answer I get, especially in Louisiana oh. is, well, doc. I'd rather, if I'm going to have cancer, I'd rather not know. What? Yeah. Who the fuck says that? Oh, my gosh. You're like, bitch, that's, I need to be employed. You, you, that's, that's surprising to you? I wonder how many, I would really be curious how many of your uh, listeners would say, no, I totally agree with that or some, or people would be shocked. What? To me, that's a very common response I get. Oh, my God. What? What? The, I'm, I'm too I'm too obsessed with maybe myself. it's too southern I'm yeah little, like yeah and so but what I tell them I'm like it's not to tell you like man you got cancer you're it's fucked the end. instead it's to tell you you have maybe one fucking like little Tiny. centimeter yeah point one of cancer that I that not me but a GI doctor could just snare off with scissors and, and the cancer's fine. gone versus letting that shit ride quote unquote and deciding and then it gets in your bones and then you're weak and then you start to like like whittle down and i don't mean to be insensitive because i know listeners we have experienced family members that went through that yeah that is a stage four cancer now with that Mm -hmm. said it's not that a stage four was negligent necessarily Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we don't have like anyone watching this be like why the fuck don't we just get imaging from head to toe every three months why not (laughs) right why not is it expensive one, it's it's would be wildly expensive, and so like you know, insurance is already expensive enough. But two, it's also because then you see all this other stuff that 
ended up not being a big deal uh-huh. and then you go investigate 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 yeah, you put it we'd all become yeah in the yeah. pancreas like everyone is scared of pancreatic cancer right mm-hmm. because you're always told that's it one it's a really shitty cancer yeah. and two you just never know until it's too late right so anyway with screening get it out early get yes. your mammograms your pap uh-huh. smears your colonoscopies yeah that's okay. like the, the that should be like the overarching message of this episode too. It's right. like all you Screen never have art. to see him if you just get your fucking screenings done and like advocate for yourself for screenings. Is that something that yeah, like, your doctor should like your, your uh, unless you don't have a quarterback. I don't have a quarterback. <laughs> am I <laughs> nailing this on the head he enough? Can't fucking throw me the football because <laughs> he, he just doesn't exist. Right, but yeah, so th- that's their job. Like they should definitely. So if you smoked for like thirty-five pack years or more, you qualify for low-dose CT if you're still a smoker to catch that lung cancer early. Oh, so wow, your primary doctor should be doing all this shit for you. Wow, my I didn't mention this because I forgot. <laughs> um, my dad had stage three. Uh, we just said it was bladder cancer, but it was like his urethral remnant cancer. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. I know. It's really fucking rare. Yeah. And it's like the tip of his umbilical cord or something. Right. And they were like, it, it. we caught it at stage three because it was one of those things where it goes under the radar for so long. And then, you know, men, they don't fucking take care of themselves. And my right. dad was like pissing blood and was like, hmm, I guess I'll just ignore this until I can't anymore. You know, things right. like yeah, old all men, the time. Yeah. you know, in their 70s do. But then also, um, Jared, my partner's mom passed from breast cancer when... Uh, he was in college and he will tell you like to this day, it was because she did not get a chance to take care of herself. And she, she was the primary caregiver for his sister who um, has cerebral palsy. And so he really thinks like the act of, you know, every day you're basically living for someone else, um, prevented her from Mm -hmm. taking that time to go get screened you know people's jobs they get busy my dad just was ignorant about it like i think there's so many reasons subconsciously we avoid it and you're kind of like no no but i get it i get it i do get it though yeah you know it sounds but like it like because i don't want anyone to feel guilty especially like if they if they ended up with it or a family member no but it's not I, like, their fault like right. you said i don't go anywhere like i yeah. should and oh, that's and i'm a doctor yeah. so like i can't even it's just, we are human right but again with tiktok or these things sometimes if you just see a video saying this and, and like, shit, like this is yeah. like god's just telling me again to like do my appointment like this if you're watching this yes. this is one of those this instances. is your moment right to get a quarterback and go get screened that's it. and your paps and your mammogram i mean I've never had a mammogram. I'm 30. Is that abnormal? Uh, you shouldn't need one yet. Okay. But. I was like, I also have very small titties. I don't know if that makes <laughs> a difference, but I feel like that could be part of it. Um, but I feel like this generation is also going to be game changers for like screenings. Yes. Because who doesn't know someone who has died of cancer? Right. Like every fucking person is like when my dad calls me, he's like, oh, Joe has cancer. And I'm like, who? And like, okay. Not right. because I'm soulless because it's just cancer became very like yeah. you kind of are gonna get it yeah if you i mean the, what people say is if you live long enough you'll eventually get, get cancer, cancer yeah. yeah what the fuck well because what what's happening is each time you like your cells all replicate throughout your life uh-huh. and every time they replicate they get little errors in their in their blueprints of their housing mm, they're coding oh, you love my, like, i love your little everywhere. like no it's still like but anywhere. they're blueprints and so if you keep carbon copying keep carbon copying what happens like eventually little Delta errors happen lazy. Yeah, yeah. and then these areas get carried over instead of being deleted, and then over time, the aggregate of all these errors turn into this fucked up mutant cell right. that was normal, and, and then, then sustained a couple of bad mutations over the over last twenty years. Fucking, uh, yeah. Okay, I can't believe we've been recording for fifty-five minutes because you're my new best friend, and it's so easy to talk to you, and I can talk to you forever and ever. And I know, I'm like, oh my god, I went from being scared of you to like now I just want to hold your hand all the time. Um, but I didn't get to get to any of the fan questions because I was talking about myself the whole time. (laughs) Just you know, casual conversation. But I think it would be cool if you had time to ever do another episode where we would like come back and we can ask specific questions because I think opening up the audience now to like all of this information, obviously everyone go follow you on TikTok. Is it just the onk donk? Onk doc. Like, <laughs> as in doc. Donk. I've gotten donk a lot and I don't know if it's like a phallic thing or what, what is that Probably donk? Probably a little bit. She got a donk. Like the onk doc. <laughs> the onk doc. Or on oncology Insta doctor. And TikTok, and TikTok, right? TikTok and YouTube. YouTube's, and YouTube. I didn't YouTube's know how to YouTube. my more. I mean, it's really weak, but those are the <laughs> those are the most the more serious videos. So where like, right. if you have a family member with cancer, like I'm oh. trying to just give a basic outline where you can mm. ask your oncologist and be like, "Oh, that's great." 
Yeah, because that's that again just makes you feel like okay, I, I, I have power. some kind of understanding of this. And is it dumb to say like uh, reach out to you because you're very busy and you already answer so many questions on TikTok? But I feel like sometimes people immediately go like, oh my god, I'm listening to the thing. I have a question. Like I'm just gonna find him and ask. I, I mean, I, I I wish I could give like personal advice about this stuff. Like it's not even business. it's not that I'm afraid of the legal part because a lot oh, of doctors no. are like, oh, it's legal, whatever. It's not even that. It's just. It's never enough. That, it's just, never enough. The the yeah. blood work or anything because like I do have to have a comprehensive like, question stuff because then I'm giving you what I think could be the case and I could be misleading you and ah. that's where I'd feel unethical. Yeah. I would rather do more no harm than whatever that phrase yeah. is. You'd rather yeah, do no I harm. Got what you yeah, said. do no harm. So like <laughs> if I'm placating or assuaging you and I was incorrect because I didn't think to ask this one thing I would have asked if we were face to face. Right. Then I'm leading you in the wrong direction. Then it's not worth it. And I shouldn't be comforting you when maybe I sh- you know, right. you shouldn't. So that's that's but the like, issue. It's safe but gener- to say, general questions yes. or what you should ask your doctor, mm. I'm totally about that because awesome. again, peace of mind is invaluable. Yeah. And then and then you have that to say, you know, you have that extra just kind of chip or yeah. Well, guy I, in your like corner. I said, it feels like a, a friend like in that space, which I know even as a strong ass, loud ass, independent Leo woman, I still even get like a little bit like, uh, am I allowed to ask this question about my body? Like to you, sir, who has given right. me like your time um, and you cost $250 Let me say this. an hour. <laughs> Nobody should feel that way. Like, I, and I, and I, I get it and I've, I get told and I'm proud of this probably more than anything else. So many times after my initial visit, they're like, doc, I was so nervous yes. and I just feel so, so much more comfortable yes. with it. Like, and sometimes they've seen the surgeon or radiation oncologist, but like, that's my goal and that's yes. how you should feel there's yes. literally no reason to be nervous well, no i mean uh, genuinely like you're changing my fucking mind about like how i'm like all my relationships like i'm about to <laughs> i'm about to call all of them and end it for everyone like no but it, it, it you deserve i mean you deserve you to feel heard you deserve it for like the fifth time really is striking me you know like right. the same way it's like i need a quarterback i need the confidants to hear like we do deserve yeah. to be heard and you do like you're making better. me tear up like oh I, God, I feel like I just I feel like <laughs> it makes me sad that people don't feel mm. that way like I, I feel very strong that it is I thank the families and say and the patients especially like, like cancer mm. but blood too thank you for giving me the privilege of taking uh, care of you I'm not okay it's a privilege <laughs> But it's like, it's your health. It's the most important thing of, of you day to day. I know, but it's a privilege. Like you're, you're, you are entrusting mm. us to do this for you. Wow. And if you feel that, that a person isn't, doesn't feel privileged or take that seriously for you and your health, your quality of life on a day to day basis. Yeah. Like Fuck they, they don't fucking yeah. deserve you. Ooh, that's like for men too. You hear that? If they don't fucking treat you right. like you're a human and hear you. Okay. I get the side tangent. Um, that is again, so poetic. I think you brought a lot of philosophy to this conversation that I was not expecting. I was expecting <laughs> to like cut you off every three words and be like, what does that mean? What does that mean? I don't understand. Can you say that again? Can you spell it out for me? Let me write this down. Um, but uh, thank you for doing this. Yeah. And thanks for, thanks like, for having being me. Being over here and being my friend Aww. and like coming last minute. And I mean, literally you're in LA for two days and you are uh, here. I opened my whole day for you. This Seriously. I'm, I'm a huge fan of yours. Oh, I think same, what you're doing is an awesome same. thing. What and all we, of y'all, everybody for listening. Yeah. I really, I'm really proud of people oh. wanting to take, yeah. take control of that kind well, of thing. Well, I was just going to ask, like, what's next for you personally? Because I hear you are popping off in the game of entertainment slash doctorly things. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I was describing to one of my best friends in med school just today. I was like, it's it's a fog and I'm starting to see some kind of picture, but I don't. it hasn't precipitated yet. I mm. All I know is social media has equipped me to, to not just benefit the patients that I take care of, but I can just like amplify. If I took the education for 15 years and I was able to get that, you know, that kind of education, I feel like it needs to be amplified. Yeah. So as long as I'm doing that, I feel like I'm in the right direction. But I'm so I'm glad not you sure. say that. Like every time, especially some doctors that I have, where I'm like, please let me make you a TikTok. Like I will come here, shoot a bunch of content with you one day, and help you release it. And they're like, no, I don't want to be seen on that thing, and I don't. And I'm like, then why are you a doctor? Right. What are you doing? Like if you won't teach people and you won't like use what you have in such an easy accessible relatable way but i guess they're not just always good looking and cool and can dance like <laughs> i mean truly this man can fucking dance um where I, I, well i was gonna say yes. i think like it's not just the doctors but with people i really feel that if you lead with integrity like like people and this goes for anybody with your content or whatever like you should worry you should less about what is going to be perceived and that mm. if you are acting in authenticity 
we are all equipped with that sixth sense to be able to extract or understand like authenticity. Yes. That's like innate human nature. It's like you can tell bullshit from right. a mile away. Right. So if you have integrity and you're operating, you know, with that and your authenticity, that will be perceived. And that's why I don't worry about, you know, and I'm mm. sure I get some hate with, you Do know, it, maybe some other doctors in the possibly? city and stuff. I'm sure some people, I mean, hating is also uh, I just mean, a principle, it, right? Like, you can't be I'm sure people are like, what is yeah. this guy? Like, whatever. But like that, at the end of the day, I'm like, that. I know that's not my purpose. It's not uh, to flex or anything uh, on them. It's so that like people can just I'm like I'm so happy get the for info. you. Thank you. You're fucking living, preaching the word, family, life, wife. Like, good for you. Thank you. Does anything go bad? Is there yeah, name one bad thing about you before we leave? No, I mean, I like, you know... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, he's like, I don't know how my philosophy and mindset has taught me to just have such a beautiful outlook on no, life. I like can't even, possibly. No. I mean, I have my insecurities a lot of times, and no I still way. have imposter syndrome, especially what? even with social media stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, I, all of this has happened to oh, me man. in like six to okay, eight months. Fair. And, that is kind of a whirlwind. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, and yeah. But now you have me. I can help you in any way. I am a queen you at are. fucking social media. You meetings. are. Just love it. But I know. just want to make sure, like, sometimes, like, again, like, uh, everyone, I think, has mm. doubts. And if you're doing it sincerely, you should have doubts. If Ooh. you don't have doubts, you're probably, <gasps> like, a little, like, dancer ignorant about, like, that you're doing something reckless. Right? You In life. You got so many good nuggets. It's, it's, it, again, it's just my patience and everything I've learned. From, oh, like, it's, that's also you a good know, point. You get you to be around learn. so yeah. many kinds of people. Yeah, you they're really at the end of their be. lives. And yeah. Oh, wow, wisdom. Yeah. Have you ever read privilege. any of those books that, that are like the things people say on their deathbed or whatever? Yeah, yeah, those are so, like, yeah. It's so inspirational. They're like chicken soup for the soul books. I just aged myself there. Do you remember those chicken soup for the soul books? Yeah. That oh hurts. my gosh, I forgot it until I just know, now. Just now, right? Yes, it's probably been like, decades since I even thought about that. that. Yeah. I had those books, but like all, the, all of those always made me feel really bad because I was like, I'm not living authentically. <laughs> like, right. I'm not being my honest, true self. Um, okay, the Ankh Doc. Right. Sanjay, Dr. Sanjay, where can Geneza. people find you? Yeah. Where can people find you? Uh, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, mm-hmm. YouTube, The Onk Doc. And then my wife and I both practice in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And um, But don't bother him. No. Unless you're like sick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> happy to see you and take care of you. Yeah. All right. Well, confidants, if you have any more questions, he's already agreed. You heard it on camera. He's going to come back and answer some fan questions. We might do it over Zoom if you're going to be all the way in Baton Rouge. But at the rate you're going, you're going to be at LA Superstar very soon. So you might just come back. That'd be awesome. Don't forget you can rate this on iTunes five stars. If it's any less than five stars, please don't rate it because I am sensitive, just like my sweatshirt says. Speaking <laughs> of, the merch is available. Uh, I need to get you some I need merch. To buy some. I need no, to buy some. I'm gonna I am get you some and also a book so you can see how fucked up I am. You can I was, read about I was my actually coke hoping that you would sign one. <laughs> I have one. I was shy I'll to give ask. you an extra. I have a lot of my own books laid up around my house because I'm very proud of myself. Um, that's it, confidants. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks Thank so much. Thank y'all so much. Yeah.